one of the Great Escape Minute, the daily podcast where we dig into the Great Escape one minute at a time. I'm Rob, and joining me today is Brian Lockhart from the Marine Corps Movie Minute. Welcome, Brian. Hey, thanks for having me, Rob. Or Billy, or however you want to be known these days. <laughs> Wherever you want to call me, I will answer to. I'll, I'll, I'll try to keep that a little nice. <laughs> I don't know well, well I do enough. appreciate. I don't know well enough to start to start you know uh, making making up names for you. But I will respect you more if, if you you know if something negative <laughs> for for having the courage to do it. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I'm not going to do that. I don't want to. I don't want to turn people away that quickly. Uh, <laughs> so no, that's my job. That's what I'm here to do. <laughs> okay, great, no problem. So episode 81 starts off with Hilt's setting off uh, artillery from a garbage can and goes all the way to the point where Sedgwick is crouching on the windowsill. So this continues with the the scene that we were discussing that we discussed last week where we basically have uh, you know the the secret meetings between Hilts, Henley and uh, Goff where everyone's trying to figure out what they're they're doing. Obviously we we figure it out in the end because they show it to us. So this is uh, the following morning and uh, you have Hilts walking through the compound all alone. He's somehow got this red shirt, which, uh, I mean, it's not a Star Trek reference, but he's still a red shirt at this point, which makes you wonder where he got that red shirt because he's always walking around with his, you know, with his sweater, with his, you know, his gray sweater that he's always always got on him. But at this point, he somehow got a red red shirt, which, again, through the course of this this, this week, we'll, we'll figure out why he's wearing a red shirt. He walks over to a uh, garbage can, which is resting on a log, and somehow just he throws something in and makes a little bit of an explosion, which you think would, would make the guards run out right at that point. Yeah, because we'll see this week that they do come out with all the commotion. But yeah, but they come out two minutes later. Yeah, they come out <laughs> way after the explosion, which did we ever figure out? Did they ever show? I was trying to think back of like where he would have gotten – Whatever kind of firecracker, that, you know, cherry bomb, smoke bomb. It kind of reminds me of like a when when a when a high schooler throws or a middle schooler throws like a cherry bomb into the toilet or something. Like it didn't seem like it was super powerful. But did they ever explain where nope, that came from? No, they never explained it. That, that's one of the things that, that that this movie likes to do. There's a lot of things that just they they leave our imagination to try and figure out how they were able to procure certain things. Yeah, I, I had a small theory based on something that's said later about. Don't smoke, you know, don't get it on your, your your clothes, which we'll talk about. So I didn't know if maybe something that they've been doing was flammable and maybe he concocted a little little extra bang with that. Right. I don't know. My assumption is it is flammable, <laughs> whatever they're yeah. doing, what they've done. But, <laughs> right. you know, I'd be interested to, to see how someone can, can make a, you know, a little cherry. Because it's not like he's made a Molotov cocktail or something like that where, you know, he, you, you can you can see that he's throwing something into the garbage can, unless maybe he put. Actually, you know what? Maybe he put uh, some of the uh, the vodka in in the the garbage pail and just threw a match in. Could that? That's could that what have it looks like. Something like that. Yeah, I was thinking he threw a match in, but what he was throwing it into is what I was unclear. You know, it's like he was definitely lighting something. Uh, and that's what I assumed it was a, a match being thrown into something that was already set up in that cannon. Oh, okay. And actually, when you look at it, the only thing that 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 shoots out is really the the cover of the garbage can. So, right. It's not like, yeah, something something caused a minor explosion inside the can that sends the lid flying, 
And it's an effective cannon blast, though, for their purposes. Yeah, but you'd think you'd get shot by doing that. <laughs> no kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's, there's, they use a lot of liberty in this in this movie about the places where a lot of the prisoners should have gotten shot. I mean, come on, we're yeah. we're we're an hour and twenty minutes into this movie, and nobody's been shot yet with all of the stuff that they've right. been doing. You know, that I mean, that, that will change, they, but but in general, I mean, also for for a war movie like this, there's there's a very low death death toll on screen. Let's put it that way. There's almost a Hogan's Heroes kind of feel, especially I think to these few to this scene, because um, you know obviously the you know that was kind of you know that was a comedy, and it was like all oh, these guys were you know had their way to get out, and they would they would kind of make fun of the German guards, and the German guards were incompetent, and and right now the these you know. It's the Luftwaffe, right? They're yeah. they're the ones that are in charge of this. They're showing their incompetence a little bit. Like they don't come out and check the explosion. <laughs> they basically let these guys make moonshine, and you know they're having a part, you know, Fourth of July party, or you know, it's yeah. where where you know, they get away with a lot. Yeah, <laughs> let's just say. Yeah, exactly. I mean, Hogan's Heroes only came out two years later, so. So they didn't – I think it's the opposite. I think Hogan's Hero based some of the things that they did on what they do and the way that the tone of this movie uh, plays things out. I mean, Hogan's Heroes based on Stalag 17, which came out in – it was a movie in 1953, but it was a play even before that. And so Stalag 17 is – I guess you can call you, – it's, it's, it's a drama, but it also has – it's also peppered with humor throughout, uh, sure. just like the way that this movie is. You know, they, 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 I, I've, I've mentioned this numerous times, you know, over the months that I've been doing this, you know, they get the tone of this movie perfect because, you know, despite the tragedy of, of the, 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 the end of the movie, the way they get there, they, they don't make everything seem too heavy. You know, they're, they're, they're able to, to keep it light and fancy foot, I guess you can call yeah, it. Yeah, it, it, no. You know the, uh, the 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 soundtrack. You know the the themes. Uh, um, you know that, that's used in this. The music, yeah, definitely music helps with that. Theme. It's a catchy. Like the main theme is catchy, and a lot of what is done uh, throughout the movie is just a play on that theme. And I like. I find myself after watching. I watched the movie uh, last week again, just in preparation, and I've been watching these. You know, scenes over and over, <laughs> and I've just been walking around the house you know, humming that theme to myself. It just, you know, of course my kids are like, what are you doing? I'm like, don't worry about it. It's a great song. <laughs> you know, I, I, in fact, I have to, I keep trying to, you know, get my daughter to be at least a little bit interested in the movie because she's a big karate kid fan. And, and, uh, Steve McQueen's son is in the karate kid. He's Dutch. So I was uh, right. And you got Chad McQueen there. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I'm always like, so he's not Steve McQueen. He's, Chad McQueen's father is what I keep telling her. <laughs> and I guess it hasn't worked yet. It has not worked. No, she doesn't care. <laughs> well, because they, they, no one screams, get him a body bag. Get Although they probably bag. they could in this movie at a few points. So <laughs> Yes. That, that is I, I think it would be a little inappropriate, but they could do it. Yes, yes. Um, so, again, it's just very strange that the guards aren't coming out, and uh, you don't hear, like, whistles – Again, the, the the guards who aren't coming out, who are sleeping, okay, fine. But what about the ones in the towers? No one's going to notice what just happened here? Yeah, like, okay, so there's, I mean, 
I don't know how, you know, spoilers you, you want me to be for like, I think it's like the next minute we do see a fully dressed German guard come out. And I think right. he has his gun drawn. And, uh, and, it's like, and I think it's I think it's uh, we'll discussing I think on uh, on Wednesday I think we get to that. Okay, so uh, you know I, I won't go too far ahead with it, but you know they they um all right, so he's probably like oh I got to get dressed and be presentable. But you're right, there's always a fire watch. There's always guys in the guards. You know, there's always probably guys walking around. Uh, where are they? You know, there's no there's right. no siren or horn that gets sound. You know, sounded as soon as they hear the explosion. Granted, it's not that very big, but you would think that would draw their attention. Well, it doesn't matter. I mean, I, 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 I can, I'm assuming that, that, that you would agree with me. I mean, uh, we both have a military background, okay? If you're on guard duty somewhere and you hear even a little explosion like this and you see smoke, um, <laughs> you're going to do something. You may not shoot right away, but, but you're going to raise an alarm. You're at least going to look over and go, hey, what was that? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> What just woke me up? Yeah. But maybe they're like the stormtroopers storm of Star Wars where he's like, eh, maybe it's just another drill. <laughs> and, and they're just, they don't care. <laughs> Anything's possible. Right. So the, 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 the minute moves along and we, we get to see a flag being raised by, Hen, by Henley. Did, did you count the number of, of stars on the flag? I did not, actually. I'm guessing okay. there. <laughs> How many should there be? Uh, In nineteen forty. Two or forty-three. I always forget when this oh, movie is like supposed to be like taking place. Forty-eight stars. That's correct. Forty-eight, yeah. and they got they got a flag with forty-eight stars. Nice. So my first question then is: is where did they get a flag with forty-eight stars? Yeah, I I was wondering. <laughs> I'm like, did they make this? Because I was I was wondering. I'm like, where did they get a flag? Yeah. And, and I do wonder if they made it. You know, because obviously there is some tailoring going on in this movie. Um, yeah, but uh, what they're going to tell Griffiths, uh, you know, besides making me uh, a suit so that I'll be inconspicuous when I'm walking through the German, uh, you know, marshlands, but uh, can you make an American flag, and not just one American flag, we'll talk about this a little later in this in this minute, you have to make me two American flags. Right. <laughs> you know, it's it just, it's, I, again, when, when, when you don't pay attention to everything going on in the movie, it's not the biggest deal. Yeah. But it is a little annoying when when you're going through it like this and you, you're curious to know where the hell are they getting uh, an American flag from. I mean, if you want to be – if you want like a no prize, didn't – didn't uh, I forget – I forget a lot of the British characters' names. But I think that the, the main guy that's in charge uh, of the Roger. Brits with – Roger. Yeah, with the – Roger uh, with or Ramsey? No, no, uh, Ramsey. Ramsey. The one with the cane. Roger's Ramsey. the Richard Attenborough, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, yeah, the, the one with the cane, he – didn't he mention early on about something about the Red Cross had been through in a while? Yes. So, so maybe – the Red Cross, but the Red Cross is yeah. an American flag? Well, maybe somebody smuggled one in, and, and clearly they like – I'm giving it a no prize. <laughs> okay, you know? no, no. That's, no, there, there are a lot of things that, uh, that were smuggled in via the Red Cross in, in the real story. I mean, as you know, this is based on, on a real story. Yes. Of, uh, of of a real escape and a real tragedy of what happened. I think two weeks ago we we had a long discussion about all the different things that 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 were smuggled in. Uh, most of them were sports equipment, and within the sports equipment they smuggled in a lot of things uh, to try and help with the escape attempts and stuff like that. The question is whether they would have sent them an American flag. Probably not. That would have probably raised a little bit of. Um... It would have raised a flag. Yeah. <laughs> See what you did there. <laughs> 
uh, or maybe not because clearly the guards are, were, were incompetent. It's, it, it's almost like reminds me of a scene maybe from like a naked gun or something where, when, uh, the, you know, they're smuggling something in a cake and the, the guards are clearly pulling out something that is contraband that would be used to escape and they're just completely yeah. ignoring it. You know, just, just, this, this what these guards are like now. Although I did, exactly. you know, another thing I did read, I thought they said some of the German guards themselves, but I could be wrong. Obviously they blackmailed some and, some felt sympathy for them, but I know that I thought some some local townspeople actually helped these guys when they escaped, and I thought they said some germ. I, I hope I'm not mistaken it now, like that maybe even some of the guards kind of turned a blind eye a little bit of what was going on. Um, maybe, but but again, what were they turning a blind eye with? You know. Oh, you're right. <laughs> you know that that's the question. Yeah. You know, are they? You know. But again, what do I mean about turning a blind eye from this perspective that? You know, if we're talking about an American flag, you know, they they would have to find a way to get the American flag. Yeah. And, and, you, and honestly, you would think that is something that they would not allow because it would give them too much, almost like too much morale, something to rally behind, something to look up to. Like you would think that you wouldn't want them you, – you'd want these guys to basically be beaten because even in the beginning of the movie, the – the German, you know, the the general or whatever, the colonel who's in charge, he says, Von Luger. Yeah, it, it, he's, like, he's like, basically, hey, look, we can all just sit here and sit the war out in comfort, basically, if you guys stop exactly. trying to escape. <laughs> so he just wants to chill. You know, he's like, we're, we're out of the front lines if we're just hanging out here in Poland, uh, you know. Exactly. No, 100%. I, I, agree, I agree with what you're saying. But it's just, just uh, I, I think your idea that someone sewed it is probably the best best scenario of how they would have gotten it because especially since i mean there aren't that many americans in in the movie at least i mean in right. the real in the real escape there were some americans that were that were there helping out but they were all moved before the actual escape happened there weren't any any americans in the actual uh, escape so i think this is another uh, way for john sturgis to to wave the the american flag you know show that okay this is a movie about all these these uh, british prisoners you know, we have our three token American prisoners. Two of them are, you know, top build. <laughs> We're still going to want to put in a, a scene dealing with, you know, showing the patriotism, the American patriotism. I, I'm curious to know whether it was part of the whole idea to have the to have the release of the movie on July 4th, you know, because it was released July 4th, 1963. It's definitely... It, it, there's the, I mean, I would think this is a patriotic movie considering it is mostly about British... You know, soldier, airman, um, but it's still, and of course, they they wanted to Americanize it for an American audience by throwing in some, you know, James Gardner and and Steve McQueen, and and having them be a big focus of the movie, uh, even though they're surrounded by a bunch of uh, you know British folks. But um, yeah, I mean, it's definitely a, it's like these guys never gave up, even though they were um, they were in prison for years and 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 all that good stuff. So it's. It's a, it's a, it's definitely a good jingoistic rah rah movie, and of course, you know, we got to Americanize it for an American audience. <laughs> you know? Yeah, exactly. Uh, I mean, this exactly. is how, yeah. And they, 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 they do a good job of it. There's no question about that. Yep. We, we see him raise the flag, and then uh, at this point, you start seeing all the, uh, all the extras start, start coming out of the, the woodwork. <laughs> you know, they're opening up the doors, and everyone start coming out to take a look at what's going on. You know, then the, we we get the, the 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 three Americans standing there, and they all decide that they're gonna take a little uh, swig of 
of what they got. You know, they 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 they're they're interesting interesting uh, canteens. You know, yeah. I wonder if that's what canteens look like at uh, you know during World War Two. Yeah, they kind of look like. Um, a, uh, I would almost think they're like milk cartons, <laughs> you know, that's kind of what they look like. Some of them. Um, well, they have, they have pretty much any type of cup there. They have the canteens for sure. And some of them look like the traditional canteen that w- we would get where the canteen goes in the little metal kind of like coffee cup type part of the, of the canteen. Mm-hmm. And, and, but then they just have like kind of random metal cups there that almost look like cans. Um, yeah, like repurposed buckets or repurposed cans. I got some metal coffee cups too. But, yeah, these guys definitely are doing their canteens for sure. And, and they're all different too because even one – like James Garner's has – he has a, a hook on his like a – like like a handle for like a coffee coffee cup. Yeah, yeah. Now, I, I just actually looked in the original script going back to what we were discussing at the beginning of the minute about the you know the explosion – so in the original script, it says after the explosion, you see the guards reacting with their burp guns ready. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, but but I guess they cut that out. <laughs> Maybe it just happened off screen. We're just not meant to see it because the focus is on, you know, our three Americans who are who are basically um, redoing or or, or um, acting out the uh, what was the song called? Like the there's a famous painting actually. It's like it's like the Yankee Doodle. Or it's yeah. um, ah, it's, it's called no, something it's, else now. Yeah, it's the, it's it's well, they they play Yankee Doodle. It's the yeah, it's Spirit of '76 painting actually. Yes, that's right. Yeah, it, it used to be called the Yankee Doodle, um, but it, I think they renamed it. Um, painted by Archibald Willard and it was uh for the centennial, the 1876 centennial, and I th- I think it's in I think it's in Massachusetts. You can go see the original painting now. And it's been duplicated yeah. multiple times, but that—that's—that's that's basically what they're doing, you know. The, <laughs> the, yeah, the it doesn't look like the the three of them don't look like the the people in the real uh, painting, but still. No, <laughs> no, 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 for sure. Um, but you know, it, it you always see that in like these kind of like Revolutionary War kind of movies where it's like the the kid or the the injured, you know, drum and fife, you know, they're they're at the front of the. At the front of the company marching into battle, and you know they're they're injured. They, in fact, that's I, the in the Spirit of Seventy Six painting. The one guy does have a bandage on his head. You know, yes, yes. Um, they're definitely they're definitely mimicking that. Right. Uh, no, there's no question about that. The way that they're doing it. Again, this is as we said. This is this is uh, you know waving the American flag uh, very high in the the middle of uh, all of the the prisoners start uh, start coming out. They they all take a little swig because as we saw last week you know they all were trying the uh, the, the vodka that they they made you know they're, they're, then they you have Hiltz put on his his vest and Goff puts on the bandage then you have Henley you know picking up a drum and then they pick up another flag which again this is a you know Revolutionary War flag <laughs> it's a little smaller than the other flag but it's still a uh, you know makes you wonder where they got a flag with 13, 13 stars on it yeah. They they had they had to make right. it too. It, it, it's something that 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 doesn't. I wouldn't think that that any of them would have actually had this in their uh, you know in their bag when they when they bailed out. <laughs> you know. No, I would. You, you might you might argue that somebody did have an American flag. You know, as a, maybe a good luck charm. They would not have a 
original 13 colonies, you know, Betsy Ross play, you know, probably with them. The odds of that is is, uh, slimmer, you know. We've discussed over all of these months so many strange things that that different characters have that they either bailed out with or or were able to, to somehow get. I mean, you have someone who has a guitar and someone who has a trumpet. You know, these are not the normal things that you would have in you know when you're bailing out. Well, it always, uh, you know, I always thought it was weird that, that Steve McQueen had a um, a baseball glove, but knowing that the Red Cross brought sports equipment in, exactly. you know, that could have been maybe something. Yeah, but but knowing him too, he could have maybe had it with him as a good luck charm. Like I never exactly. fly without. But it's not just I never fly without it. But when you bail <laughs> no. out, you got to make sure you you grab it. <laughs> Yeah, right. You might have a pack behind you, but when you when you know when when you pull the you know pull the ejection seat, you got to make sure it goes with you. Yeah, and then and then you have Hills put on his hat in a in a strange way, puts it on you know sideways, which also somewhat goes along with the original painting. The guy does have a a sideways hat. You know, the third guy. They're actually not in the same order, because in the spirit of '76, you have. What would be Goff on the right, Henley in the middle, and Hiltz on the left? But here they they switch that. They have you know Hiltz on the left, Goff in the middle. They basically just move Hiltz to the other side, uh, which which might have been something that Steve McQueen requested, you know, so that he gets more more exposure, you know, in the in the film. <laughs> I can yeah, I can see that. <laughs> and then they uh, you know start marching. Uh, the whole thing looks a little goofy the way they do it. You know, and and you also see that that Hiltz doesn't isn't able to to play the flute as well. <laughs> right, right. In fact, if you, there's a few times he looks down at it too, like <laughs> like he's he's got he's lost his place. Um, I think yeah. it's meant to be goofy though, because the whole thing is is meant to be a lark. Exactly. You know. So they 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 start marching around the compound. You know, we see all the the extras running after them. Then then you have Danny Willie and uh, Ashley Pitt come out of their their rooms also all of them you know in the process of getting uh dressed and uh and the question is is asked willie says what is it so then the the response we get from ashley pitt is is they're celebrating the revolution you know which i i i'm curious to know if, if brits are, are as aware of the fact that it was july 4th at the time well probably not you know, obviously they, you know, they're well aware. And I think, what do they call it? Rebellion day or something <laughs> like that. <laughs> uh, like nowadays, but I'm, I'm the way, the way it's to me, the way it's played is, you know, these, these Americans were planning this for a little bit now. And these guys, it was just Tuesday, you know, they just didn't realize what day it was. And then once they started doing this, they're like, Oh, it's the 4th of July. <laughs> like it's exactly. the rebellion. You know? So it's like, yeah, I think, I think it was, it was meant to like they they weren't paying attention. I, I wouldn't be surprised if, if half these guys didn't know what what day it was, or you know, obviously some somebody's keeping track. But I, I could see it very being very easy to lose track of time being in this situation. Um, and a lot of these guys may just not have even realized. Uh, again, it. depending on what year this film is supposed to be taking place, whether it's supposed to be taking place in forty two or forty three. So in forty two, July fourth came out on a Saturday, and in forty three, it came out on a Sunday. So regardless, it's a it's it's a it's a, a short weekend. They're not getting a long weekend for it. You know, it's... 
Right, right. Yeah, you think the Germans want to get like, hey, we're going to observe Monday as the day off. You guys, guys well, can just it's chill. It's not even you a know? question of them having to have a day off. They're, they don't really do anything any of the days. It's not like they're they're making them. Uh, it's not a work camp. <laughs> they're not making them do things and stuff like that. Well, in a way, it is kind of a work camp, but it's exactly. self-imposed. Exactly. <laughs> it's self-imposed. Yeah. And then the the final shot of this minute is is something that that we could probably talk about a little more tomorrow, but it's it's just. It, it, it's hilarious because you see Sedgwick climb out of a window, and he's barefoot. <laughs> and he, yeah, he no like shoes. A, yeah. He actually looks like a monkey have... with, the, with the way his feet are. You know, his feet are, are maybe Gollum, the monkey. Yeah, I, I I honestly thought of a monkey. Exactly. I, I mean, seriously, like like a primate. Yeah, he's just. It's just funny, especially because it. Like the minute ends and kind of pauses for there with him and just chilling exactly. in the in the window. So it's exactly. very but, funny. Well, we, we can continue talking about that a little bit tomorrow if we want. Do you have anything else you want to say about this minute? No, no, I really don't. Um, I'll save my my discussion of Yankee Doodle till for tomorrow then because it still plays. All right. Yeah, sounds good. All right, so uh, why don't you tell everyone how they can get in touch with you? Well, uh, I, I'm with uh, the Marine Corps Movie Minute, and the best place to find us is on Facebook, the Marine Corps Movie Minute Podcast, or Instagram is a favorite of mine, and we're the Marine Corps Movie Minute Pod. If you would like to um, check me out and check out my show about all things Marine Corps and movies. All right, excellent. And while you're doing that, you can go rate, review, and subscribe on any podcast you might be using to listen to this show. You can send us an email at thegreatminute at gmail.com. Our Facebook group is The Cooler. Our website's thegreatescapeminute.com. And you can uh, contact us on Twitter at greatescapemxm. So, until tomorrow, tally-ho. Tally-ho.